0: Family that is grieving, sometimes grieving the previous family. A lot of times what we think is pain really has a purpose and it really can lead to us gaining a wealth of knowledge. If something is not working for you, I'm not saying you need to leave your significant other, but I'm saying you decide what works for you in that role.
1: Consciousness is always evolving and our present perception becomes our conscious reality. Is life happening for you or is it happening to you? A life of authenticity is a life of skillfully practicing your values. You're perfectly human. And even when we stumble, we still stumble forward. If you seek truth and move in love in your family, I invite you to have a seat at our table. You are listening to an authentic outlier, the nocturnal therapist himself, Harry Turner. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to another episode of Is That So? I'm here to bring a lot more is that so ness into your space. I know a lot of y'all have been working hard and a lot of a lot of us we we go back to families and we have not only ourselves to take care of, but oftentimes other mouths to take care of, you know. And you know, there's a lot of complexity that 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 goes along with being and interacting with other human beings, particularly along the family unit, along the family lines. And so today on this episode of Is That So, we have Thea Turner, author of the book Birth from the Heart, Birth from the Heart. And so she's going to come here and talk to us about how to navigate some of the complexities of specifically blended families. But y'all know I do a little segment before I invite the guest on. And so I did some research, y'all. Did y'all know that 16% of children live in blended families, per the U.S. Bureau of Census? 1,300 new step families are farmed each day. 16% of children live in blended families and 1,300 new step families are farmed each day. Six in 10 women's remarriages create blended families. These are some actual factuals, y'all. Six and 10. So 60 percent, 60 percent of women's remarriages create blended families. The 60 to 70 percent of marriages involving children from a previous marriage fail. A statistic reiterated by the Census Bureau, which found that divorce. And I put an I here, y'all, because I ain't have enough room stream. Y'all, y'all need to fix that. I ain't have enough room to finish the rest of my factoid. But which found that divorce increases. The I represents an increase. The Census Bureau reiterated that they found that an increase a divorce, which found that divorce increases in relation to the number of times one marries. So divorce, there's a correlation between the number of divorces and the likelihood of future divorce. Ah, I could see that. You know, you're like, hey, you know, I thought that pain was going to be the first time, but not I did it seven times. Yeah, I'm alright with it. You know, I roll the dice on the next one. All right. I'm not really saying that's what it is. I don't know y'all. I have another, a couple of more factoids for y'all. Children of Hispanic, black, and white backgrounds, quote unquote, are equally likely to live in this type of family. Children of Hispanic, black, and white backgrounds are equally likely to live in this type of family. Again, children of Hispanic, black, and white backgrounds are equally likely. To live in this type of family. I don't know why the reporter, the reporter voice allows me to just flow with it. I, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes with some of these factoids, y'all know that's not my lingo. And the last factoid I wanted to bring to y'all is children from Asian families are half as likely as Hispanic, black or white kids to be part of a blended family. Children from Asian, fam- Asian families are half as likely as Hispanic, black or white kids to be part of a blended family. And these facts are cited. Of course, these facts are also can be found in the if you go directly to the U.S. Bureau, Census Bureau. But uh, these facts were, you know, I did it lazy way. So I took it from an article. So you can find these facts online at Blended Families Statistics, which I have down at the bottom. A deeper look into the structure by Kristen McCarthy masters of education. Thank you, Ms. McCarthy. I found the, the, the information to be quite suitable for today's evening and actually quite relevant. So thank you so much for that. So again, 16% of children live in, fifth, in, in blended families and 13, 1,300 new step families are formed each day. That's wow. Okay. So I'm actually happy I researched that because I needed to understand the relevance of the book that my guest is an author of, you know, so I've been doing a little bit of research and so we're going to, we're going to, we're going to invite her on. So y'all, y'all understand that this is, there's a large proportion of our society that exists in blended families, you know, and I, and I clearly, you know, for me, blended families, I, I actually know way more people in blended families than, than not, you know, so I believe that this is a definitely a, a pertinent topic. You know, when we talk about mind, body medicine, you need to understand how to protect your mind. And so if you had someone who's already been through the stressors for you. Yeah, stressors. That's what I say. Stressors. If you have someone who already been through the stressors for you, who has the wisdom, who has suffered from the pain. Let me tell you, it's wise to learn from other people's mistakes and successes. That way you don't have to suffer that pain. Again, it's either in this life, either we get understanding or we get a pain that brings about understanding. And so our guest, my guest today, she's coming to give us some understanding when it comes down to blended families. And also I saw something on the website called Bonus Parent. I never heard of that before. So I'm gonna ask her about that. So I'm gonna welcome to the stage now. Miss Thea Marie Turner. Ooh, wait, wait, the pause. There we go. Ah, yeah. Hello. Yeah Thea Marie in the house. I'm
0: Who's here. going out. Hey, in the flesh It's me. What's up?
1: In the flesh, in the flesh. So, yes, I so I I'm, I'm going to let you, you know, talk to the people for a second, but I've been doing some research on you, Miss Turner, and <laughs> I learned that you had a brilliant older brother, the one that you're closest to. And, you know, I found out, you know, I had my investigative reporters check out some other details you have a a younger brother, you know, who's quite hard-headed, but you know, an amazing individual. And an older brother who escaped from a psych ward. No, he didn't escape from a psych ward. They, <laughs> they, that was a question mark. There was a question mark behind that. That was the investigative reporter. They they said, did he escape from a psych ward? Question mark. So I don't even know if that's even relevant or not. But anyway, so can you introduce yourself to the people and tell us a little bit more about yourself?
0: Absolutely. So my name is Thea Turner. I mm-hmm. am the CEO of Solux Beauty. I'm a solopreneur. I am also... Newly an author of the book that we're going to discuss today, Birth from the Heart. And I've also earned my bachelor's degree. I am the only girl of four kids. And so that has built up some tenacity and allowed for me to continue pushing forward regardless of uh, what people may think I'm incapable of. So um, just that's just a little bit about me.
1: Uh-huh. That, okay. I like that. Tenacity. Tenacious. Okay. 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 So can you please help us understand how did being brought up with four, being the only girl amongst three other cavemen, how did that bring about tenacity in you?
0: Well, I was often told what I couldn't do. And that just Mm. made me want to pursue it more, basically. Like Mm. you're a girl, you're not supposed to do this. You're not supposed to. So Of course, you know, that resulted in me going out and trying to play football with my brothers and cousins and getting run over multiple times. Um,
1: I know nothing about this.
0: Right. And the the ringleader of that, just just doing anything that people try to box me. If you try to box me into something, I would step outside of that box and say, oh, well. I can do that too. My brothers did it. Why can't I do it? It's just the gender. That's the only difference between, I mean, we all have the same blood. So why can't I do that? You
1: better speak it. it. (laughs) You better speak it. Come on now. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Look, let me stay in the host role. All right. So uh, some more research. Sophia Turner, author of Birth from the Heart. So again, I, I checked out those factoids and before I get into the question I have for you, What do you think about those factoids? Were those surprising to you?
0: Not surprising to me now because I've done a lot of research since I've been in the role. And to clarify for you what a bonus parent is, if you define bonus, it's an addition or something that helps to improve upon on something. So Mm. bonus parent is basically just an additional parent that's there to help assist aid, to make everything to assist better, basically. And That's a, a
1: really house. affirming phrase. I was concerned about that phrase at first, but now I realize it's a really affirming phrase because when you think about a bonus, you do think higher thoughts. It's like, oh, I got a bonus. Yeah. yeah. People are all excited about bonuses, unless it's a bonus
0: parent. But
1: most so of the time. Unless it's a bonus parent. parent. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. All right. So th- that brings me to my next question. So you saw this fact. Let me bring that fact it back up. Six in ten women's remarriages create blended families. Now, you know. Of course, we're not here to speculate, even though I'm totally going to ask you to speculate, but we're not here to speculate. But why do you think this is? What do you think contributes to this? Is, you know, like you, you were saying that some people may not appreciate the bonus parent. So, you know, why would somebody not appreciate the bonus parent? I don't understand.
0: Because they're coming into a new territory that um people aren't accustomed to them operating in. So, basically. When you come into a new family, it's like that old family is still there, and they may be still grieving that family. So then, when you insert yourself, they may feel like, "Well, you know, my family was just fine. We don't need you. We don't need your help. We don't need your assistance. Your bonus can be brought somewhere else. Basically, you're not a bonus to me." That's how some people can feel. Not all people.
1: So wait, 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 wait. So let's 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 go with that. Let's go with that. So is that is that what your book is connecting to? Um,
0: My book is more for guidance in that in that realm, not necessarily to say that, you know, you're unwanted, but more to reassure your role and your position and to affirm you more so. mm -hmm. because Regardless of what someone else's perception of your role is, your your bonus child, your husband, your significant other obviously need you because mm-hmm. I mean he didn't marry you for no reason and these children don't rely on anyone else sometimes other than you like bonus parents play a huge part in the rearing of children so it's it's just mainly to guide people in that and to kind of get you to reflect and focus on the positive of being in that role and just where you want to be in it because you don't always like sometimes you think you want something and I, in the book, I kind of talk about how you have the right to change your mind. If it's not mm-hmm. working out for you, you may want to change responsibilities. You may want to give responsibilities, some more responsibilities over to your spouse or to someone else. So it's just about navigating that basically.
1: So are you telling people to stay the hell away from being a bonus parent? I'm not. <laughs> hey, you know, hey, I'm you not. know I, would I never say that. No. Okay. Oh, so, okay, what do you found? What have you found to be? Ooh, okay, let's go deep. What have you found to be the most one of the most? Cause I don't want to make it, you know, you have to sing a lot the the one, but one of the most challenging components of being a quote unquote bonus parent?
0: I think the biggest challenge is, oh, that's a good one. That's
1: I that's why I said I one. That's why I said one. Just you choose one. You ain't got your, you ain't to find me. Go ahead. Being
0: a parent in general is challenging. I will say, so I have managed luxury apartments. I have gone to college and got my bachelor's degree. I think that parenting has been the most challenging experience of my life, regardless of everything else that I've experienced. So I think parenting is challenging in general. But when you're a bonus parent, It's kind of like people want you to insert yourself where they're comfortable. And then when they're not comfortable, it's like, no, 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 you're, you're in uncharted territory. And there's like this invisible line of where you're allowed to, like, you can't cross this line. You don't know where that line is though. Until you like somebody, you know, you have pushback, you don't know where that line is. So I think that's probably the most challenging thing, but you don't know when is it okay to parent and when it's not okay for other people. You know what I'm saying?
1: So wait, 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 wait. Is a bonus parent sometimes a parent or whether you're all the time a parent, right?
0: You're all the time a parent, 100%. But not all the time is your parenting wanted. Your opinion is not always wanted. Your parenting style is not always wanted or accepted because there's still two biological parents that you have to co-parent with and sometimes you can't and you find yourself parallel parenting which is y'all not really communicating at all we just mean that drop off and pickups or there's something i talk about in my book also um called nacho parenting
1: wait hold on hold on time before we get to this nachos did you say pick up and drop pick up and drop wait This sounds like a drug deal to me. What are you talking about? Wait, wait. what do you mean?
0: It's it's essentially like a drug deal, your kid being the drugs.
1: So (laughs) explain that to me. Okay, talk talk about this drug deal.
0: So if you usually have a parenting agreement or you come to terms with the the parents and y'all have like a pickup, literally a pickup location. Hey, we're going to meet here halfway or whatever, and I'm going to give you the goods, your child. And then, you know, we're going to go both ways until we have to meet again. And and we don't communicate at all. So that's one way to parent.
1: Okay. So how do you navigate that? Like, is this is this something? Wait, and what you said, is the nachos related to the drug deal? What's going on? Is no. that the code word for the drug deal? What's going on with the nachos? Well,
0: uh, nacho is a term used, mm-hmm. um, and I explain that basically. I explain that in my book as well. But nacho is a term used to describe step-parents or bonus parents who just completely operate like a babysitter. They don't insert themselves, mm. they don't they don't nurture, they don't apply rules or restrictions. They basically are like the cool auntie and they mm. remain in that superhero, you know, like hey, I'm the fun person. Mm. You don't have to worry about any rules or stress or they they don't want to take on the stressors of parenting. Mm. Now, because most people that opt that way, they've had so much resistance that it's like, nah, that's not, that's not good for my mental health. I'm gonna go ahead and step aside. This is your creation. You've done this and you know, you take on all of that, basically.
1: So wait, 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 wait. Help me out here. The natural parent, so the natural parent, it sounds like they pretty much and and, and disclaimer y'all, because you know some people take things way too serious. Children are not drug deals. We were just joking. That was a bit of, what, it, what is it called? Not sarcasm. It's another word uh, of comedy. Comedy. Facetiousness. Not not facetiousness. But anyway, just know that it was all for laughs and giggles and no children, not drug deals. We love children over here on the Is That Social. Show. And I'm pretty sure Mrs. Turner does as well. So well, okay. now moving beyond the drug deal. So these natural parents are pretty much not doing anything. They just pretty much, they stand alone. They just, what what is it? I don't understand.
0: Yeah, that's what it is. Not, I'm not your parent. I'm not inserting myself. I'm not putting myself in the middle of anything. I'm not stressing. Mm. I'm not giving you rules. I'm stepping aside. I'm letting your, my spouse, who is how I'm connected to you parent. And I am just inserting myself when I want to have fun. Hey, I'm going to get ice cream coming. And that's the mm. extent, basically, mm. they don't. they don't want any of the stress that comes with parenting.
1: How does that work? Does that work?
0: It does. There's a whole community of women who do it. It, it wouldn't work in my situation, but there is an entire community of women who are like, listen, and it's not, it's not something negative. I think it has mm. a negative perception when you hear it in that way. Like, I don't want any involvement but it's literally to keep your sanity.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking.
0: Yeah, it's for your peace of mind. So to avoid arguing with anybody, to avoid you and the children having conflict, you're just like, hey, I'm here as an addict. Oh, you need to go somewhere? I can I can babysit. Or, you know, just if you need me, I'm going to operate in my, what do you call the support role of the woman? Help me. I'm going to be mm-hmm. a helpmate, but I'm not gonna operate like a biological parent would basically.
1: And that's because what?
0: That's usually because of being overwhelmed and being stressed out and you know, people have physical altercations in situations like this because of like I said, it's a family that is grieving, sometimes grieving the previous family. Because when that family Mm. ends, it's like that family dies and people are still grieving sometimes. Mm. And so Usually, it's women who are like bitter towards one another, and they can't get along. They can't parent. You can't tell my child anything that's my child. You know, I'm the real mom, and things like that. So, to avoid all of that, some women are like, you know what, you're right. I'll step aside. You know, yeah,
1: totally yeah. understand that. Yeah. Totally understand that. Yeah, <laughs> that would be a never mind moment. That's what I call it. You know what I'm saying? When I when I identify there's some dokie that I'm way too involved in. And I need to switch my awareness elsewhere. I never mind that. I just say, you know what, never mind that. And I switch and And, I move to my and I gotta move that awareness.
0: I'm not not against that. Like some people are like critical about women choosing their mental health first. And I'm I'm all for it.
1: Mm -mm. I I support choose that mental health boo-boo. Cause we don't need you to be taking your children for a ride down by the lake. (laughs) Like Lavelle you know we don't no, need that we don't need that
0: to
1: joke about dude <laughs> no 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 there's definitely not nothing to joke about but but okay. i'm just saying you know you can you can be driven to those points where you just completely crack you know i mean yeah. stress stress will cause you to lose your sanity period you know and yeah. so for, when you say for your own mental health that's what i'm thinking about it's not only for their mental health but for everybody else's mental health you know
0: yeah the safety of
1: everybody involved. The safety for the of uh, the safety for everybody involved. That's what I'm thinking. So I say to the nacho parents out there, if if you're doing it because of the 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 stress involved, there's a lot of bull dookie that you that you say you're not gonna be involved in. Hey, do your thing. You know, if that's your cup of sprite, then obey your thirst. You know, ain't no judgment over here. Judgment free zone on is that yeah. so? Show all we do is say is that so. That's just a non judgmental phrase right there. Like is that so? You know, is that so? That's it. That's it. That's what that's about. Is that so and this is all about just, you know, just no judgment here, you know. Hey, what what is what is the, mo- the the path of least resistance? That's what we all should be traveling down anyway, you know. As long as it doesn't compromise one values and I definitely value peace of mind. So, you know, you got to you got to weigh that. You got to weigh that. So, what is your message to the people with this book? Like why should people read your book? Who's your target audience?
0: My target audience are everybody in the bonus mom community i feel like are the bonus are the step family community like i feel like bonus moms will benefit from it because it'll allow them to reflect and make a true conscious decision about what they're doing how they're spending their time if they're focusing on unimportant irrelevant things that are hindering them from growing because a lot of times moms in general We can be laser focused on just making sure our children are fine, making sure they have everything they need. But we kind of like neglect ourselves. So I think it could benefit moms as well. Just parents in general or someone that's wanting to date a parent because Mm -hmm. you may need to understand like what your involvement needs to be or how you need to set those boundaries immediately. Like, okay, I don't when you see how a person is acting, okay, I don't want to participate in this. This doesn't work for me. And let that person, let your spouse know, let your family know this is how I'm going to operate. Because a lot of times we just kind of like fall into the road. We don't think about us. We think about the needs of the family. And mm. if you're lacking in any capacity, your family's not going to get the best of you anyway. So mm. it's, it's it's a lot about reflecting on where you are and just making a, a better decision for you and your family. So I think those in the bonus community can benefit from this book. And I think it'll help encourage them. I think it'll help uplift them and shed light to other people about the true role of the bonus parents and how important it is. And maybe give people appreciation for them because a lot of times you're just like, oh, well, you know, she knows what she she got herself into. I, I heard that so many times. Oh, you know what you're getting yourself into? Well, you're getting yourself into a relationship with someone that you love. And that's the extent of it. And you're being a bonus to that situation by helping rear and enrich the children. But not everybody does that. And not everybody can. You don't always have the power to do that. It depends. You know what I'm saying? So just everybody within that community. If you have a friend or a family member or your child is in the bonus family community, I think it'll definitely benefit you to understand and to get some clarity on what that what that role is.
1: Mm. I I thoroughly, I was reading, I was reading the description to your book and I like it. So I, you know, I went ahead and copied and put it down here. So are you a bonus parent? Are you considering a relationship with someone who's already a father or mother? Are you part of their community? Have you ever felt conflicted about your role or found yourself feeling alone with emotions that no one could possibly relate to? Well, here's your solution. Birth from the heart was created specifically With you all in mind. Yeah. Where do you get it at? Where do you get it at? Where can the people purchase this this gold mine?
0: They can purchase it on my website, which is www.soluxbeauty. Spelled Mm -hmm. like S-E-A-U-X. S-E-A-U-X, right? L-U-X-E. Beauty.
1: S-E-A-U-X. L-U-X-E? Beauty. Beauty. Yes. Dot that. com? Yes. Okay. Okay, so com So I had a Payhip. I had another website up there, so that's not it.
0: Oh, you can order it there as well, but it's on my actual, my business site.
1: So I saw, I saw, okay, so this was the one. So this one is fine right here, right? Payhip.com slash birth from the heart?
0: Yeah. You can get Okay, it so that...
1: That one right there is fine. And also there is Soluxbeauty.com. So www.Soluxbeauty.com. Did I spell it correctly?
0: Yes, you did. All uh,
1: right. That's S-E-A-U-X. For those of y'all who are not watching, L-U-X-E-B-E-A-U-T-Y.com. S-E-A-U-X-L-U-X-E-B-E-A-U-T-Y.com. All right. Is there anything else that you wanted to plug in for the people? Anything else you wanted to say to the people? Okay, I could yeah, I could guide, I guess I could guide the question a little bit more. I mean, that's broad. I thought maybe you had a special message like, you know, make sure you don't eat too much chicken or something like that. You know, make sure you drink more water, you know, something like that. But um, you know, just is there any 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 other message you want to put out there as far as like your journey, any jewels you want to drop from your journey? You know, like why are you even passionate about this? Like, you know what, why?
0: I'm passionate about it because like the description, there have been times where I've been confused about my role. There's been times where I have fear and insecurities about my role. And there's so many Mm -hmm. women that I see are having that similar experience. And I think that they just need to hear that there's a light at the end of the tunnel and there's no like cookie cutter situation. There's no, you know, everybody's situation is not going to be the same, but you can navigate it and you can make it easier. And like you said, you can go the path of least resistance by following a couple of the things that I said in the book. And just letting people know that they're not alone. I'm a good resource. And anybody that wants to connect with me, I'm easy to find. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. And, you know, just let people know that they're, they're not alone. That You had a statistic, but I also had a statistic that said there are 15% of First marriages result in step families, which means most people have had children by the time you're married, you're marrying them anyway. So you don't want to be blindsided. I think information and being able to apply information is going to make that journey easier. So that's why I just think that a lot of times what we think is pain really has a purpose and it really can lead to us gaining a wealth of knowledge.
1: And my better experience to be able to help other people. And I think that that's what my journey has done for me. So. Well, damn. All right. I'm going to have to buy me four copies. There you go. Very from the heart. So I, I do think this is relevant, too, for the people. The statistic that I threw out there earlier. Children of Hispanic, Black, and white backgrounds are equally likely. You see it said equally. Those those lie, lie, lie. Li, that's too many lies back Anyway. Children of Hispanic, Black, and White backgrounds are equally likely to live in this type of family, and so that shows the 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 array, the span. You know, it says only the children from Asian families are half as likely, but you know, every other ethnic group, pretty much, you know, the, the it's it's pretty much across the board. You know, that's that's what I wanted to say. Now, some other tips, I guess, we would want to give people who are thinking about being with someone who already have kids. I mean, I the, the only one I could think of, honestly. And this is just because it comes up way too much. I see it as a telltale sign way too often. But if the person, if you see that person by themselves way more than you see them with a child, you may want to do some investigative work. Just have a little bit of curiosity in that space. No judgment, just curiosity. Yeah.
0: That could go both ways too, because sometimes when specifically a father doesn't have their children. Hmm. There's a probably a situation of animosity. Like I said, it's the death of another family. So it that's it's tricky, but you definitely want to investigate. You don't want to just take someone's word for it and say, oh, you know, I'm I can't see my child. Sometimes that's just a matter of no effort. So Hmm. um definitely want to do a little because it is concerning if someone, you know, you you don't want to have someone who because if you're considering having children with them, you know you want, you may want to look at the I think that's yeah. important.
1: Yeah, you want to check that out. You want to do you want to do a thorough background check. There, you know what I mean make sure all them T's are crossed and all those I's are dotted. You know if they're lowercase. Yeah. But you know look for those look for those signs. You know you can follow... You can fall head over heel, you know, you can fall in love. But the way that I see it is that love is sort of kind of like, you know, you fall in love is like falling into you know, throwing a seed down to the ground. First, you have to make sure that the ground is actually has the nutri- nutrients needed to feed that seed. And that seed has to go deep enough so that the sun doesn't scorch it, but yet not too deep where it can't get nutrients from the nutrients from the sunlight. And then these two seeds that are tossed down because I just want seed. But when you fall in love, both, you know, get tossed down to the ground. Mm-hmm. So the falling can feel pretty like you don't have control over it, but then when you hit the ground and you come back to the present moment, and out of that stage of you know googly eyedness, you know, then you have to decide: is this a place where we can grow together? Okay. Because it's not about so much about falling in love. Falling in love, you can do that a thousand times in a lifetime, but. How many people can you energetically align yourself with so that you can both grow in love and then nourish each other? Because when you are on the same frequency and you share, the two don't lose. They actually amplify each other's frequency. And so it seems like this, this groundbreaking book, Birth from the Heart, it seems like this is here to uplift the energies of anybody in these particular situations by letting them know about possible stumbling blocks that could occur. Mm-hmm. And no way they're not alone.
0: I said, and getting ahead of that. So, birth, let me first say why I chose the title as well, because we didn't, we didn't really even cover that. We just kind of
1: went. I thought you were going to jump in there. I'm sitting there waiting for the, you know, I'm birth. You know, I was like, I don't even know how to ask this as a dude. So, birth, yeah, tell me about birth from the heart.
0: So, I don't know nothing about giving birth. Go ahead. So, obviously, when you're a stepmom or a bonus mom, I am a mother in always. Like, my role every day is mother. Anything, I can relate to my biological mom friends and their roles more than I can relate to stepmom friends, because that's how heavily involved I am and have been with my daughter for the last 12 years. But it's not the traditional way of entering motherhood. So I entered motherhood by way of connection through her father. So Birth from the Heart, for me, the reason I chose the title is because everything outside of birthing her requires love the nurturing the enriching the reason why she is growing Mm
1: -hmm. like
0: that all had to be done from a place of love so even though I did not physically birth her I'm giving her life I'm breathing life into her daily so that's that's pretty much that's what we do (laughs)
1: Damn it! I think if, any, if there was any, ever a time to press that applause button, I think just now was it. That's it. That's that's the damn crescendo. I hope I'm saying that word right. That's it. That's that's it. That's the pinnacle. That's it. I, I don't even have I don't even have any more to say. You know. So it, anything else that we didn't broach? You know. I mean, you said you said it. Look, man, we're gonna talk about this title. Let me. You know, you see this gangster title, birth from the heart. You never going ask me nothing about being birth from the heart. Have you ever given birth from the heart, Nocturnal? You ain't never did that. You ain't even asked me yeah, about that. So I, bet you have. I have.
0: You birthed. You birthed birth the company. You birthed books. Don't you have
1: e I do you have e
0: Is that social? Come on, so it's, it's, you have plenty of birth going on yourself, bro.
1: Ah, come on, now I'm done. I'm done. I'm out <laughs> your birthing too. Yeah, I dig it. I dig it. Is there anything you need to touch on before we get out of here?
0: Uh, I think we kind of covered everything. I mean, unless you, is there anything in particular that else that you wanted to know?
1: Uh-uh. No, that's, that's, that's not it. I mean, are there any other resources for bonus parents? Like, uh, you know, is there, what would you recommend them having it? And like, you know, make sure that before they get into it, a therapist and a bottle of gin. Uh, oh, mean absolutely. What, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. That. I said mm-hmm. that, I say that in my book and I have my, I have like the manuscript right here just in case you were to ask me something like that. But I don't know as specifically where it is. But anyway, so definitely, definitely want to see a therapist. You definitely want to do relationship counseling, family counseling. I think all of those are pertinent because you need to have a dialogue. And mm. that's I think that's what hurts a lot of situations because you don't have that conversation and it's hard for like it's hard for you to fully understand my experience. So if I'm, you know, if I'm dating you and you have a child, it's hard for you to understand my experience coming into the situation. So I think that dialogues with professionals and third parties that are neutral parties can help better under, you know, give better understanding to those that really don't. You know what I'm saying? Like you definitely need to speak to therapists. You definitely need to have group therapy with your family and you definitely one hundred percent need to decide on how much involvement you want, and I think people need to know that again, they can change their mind if something is not working for you. I'm not saying you need to leave your significant other, but I'm saying you decide what works for you in that role. Nobody you can
1: hold do on to that receipt. what did you say? nobody can do it for you?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I say. There.
1: You better hold on to that receipt. Don't you don't you lose that receipt now. (laughs) You might need to go back to that to that line or get that return. You know, I need the return for my money. (laughs)
0: uh, I'm I'm just saying that at any point you may need to shift responsibility. That's all I'm saying.
1: All right, all right. At any point, you may need to shift it up. And so make sure that you be ready for a lot of surprises, sound like, and for a lot of change and a lot of adaptability, a lot of perspective. And so, ignorance and freedom cannot coexist. Y'all heard me say that. Ignorance and freedom cannot coexist. And so, the worst prison, the most challenging prison to escape, is the one that we can't see, touch, taste, or smell, the one made of our fears. And fear is false evidence appearing real, which there's a difference between danger and fear. Danger is reality, but fear being a choice, like I always say. And so getting knowledge, getting that understanding will save you from the pain that 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 you can experience or the suffering that you can experience from the lack of that knowledge, which is ignorance. Ignorance is a neutral word. I don't 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 be offended by that word when I say that, because we're all ignorant to some extent, you know, and no, we're all ignorant to a gross extent. Let me say that. Let me let me just, you know, I don't want anybody to we all ignorant to a gross extent. And so we're all like stumbling through life trying to understand this, you know, and experience there's a quote and I know that it only goes, it's only fitting for certain situations, but there's a quote that says ignorance is the worst or experience rather is the worst teacher because it makes all of its students fail before they succeed. Mm -hmm. And I find that to be true in certain situations And in other situations, the experience is most certainly the best teacher. It's the only teacher because it's in that experience that you move from understanding to the knowing. And so get some understanding by, by purchasing birth from a heart and other books that will inform you, you know, on, on how to address these situations before you go in, don't go in blind. If somebody else already went in that area, they could, they could draw the map out, you know, they can let you scope the landscape and understand if you need some hiking boots or if you need to bring some slippers, you know? And so birth from a heart, uh, it sounds like this, Along with other books, will help people prepare, prepare for these situations, especially since again, I got to throw up that statistic right, right quick one last time. Sixteen percent of children already live in blended families, and that's just per the U.S. Bureau's census. And I find their statistics to be quite conservative most of the time. And in thirteen hundred new step families are formed each day. Thirteen hundred new families are formed each day. So yeah, that's a whole lot of birthing going on. Yeah, it's a lot of it's a
0: lot, a lot of, of blending.
1: Sure. A lot of blending, blending and birthing and everything else. So, look, if y'all want to get that manual, that truth, some jewels that will assist you and navigating the terrain of being a bonus parent, then please hurry up run an order, the birth from the heart book before she goes on tour and she's not no longer putting out the book, you know, so you want to get it right now. You want to get people you want to get people at the beginning you know, of their, of their, their, their ascendance, you know, to, to higher plateaus because it's usually when we speak the most passionate because we're the most hungriest. And also we are the closest to what we're talking about. Like if we're still in it or, or we just, just learn how to navigate through it, you know, and uh, understand again that most of your growth will be growing pains, not pleasures, and so with the growing population of blended and step families, indoor step families, we need this type of information really should be taught honestly in in school. I think I believe yeah. in primary school because it's, it's just too common and we we need to be prepared. And the best way to prepare is to be informed. You know, you can't prepare for everything. So I'm not saying be anxious about what you don't know, but just know more than, you know, you know, and know that you don't know everything about what you know and go deep in what you know. All right, I'm done. You got anything else there?
0: I don't. All
1: thank right, you, y'all. What'd you say?
0: I said, thank you for inviting me to be on your 22nd episode. Um, there we go.
1: There I'm we go.
0: Pretty, I'm, I'm very grateful. Like, whenever I put the pre-sale out, I wasn't expecting what, what I got. Like, I, had, hmm. I think I had like 50-something pre-sales already. So I'm very excited. And I feel like this is showing me kind of what my purpose is You know what I'm saying? Kind of purpose.
1: So are you saying that your pain had a purpose? Are you saying you didn't understand what you was going through back then? But now that you didn't gone through it, it better help to refine and define something that you could only have understood and become aware of through that experience. Is that what you're saying? I'm
0: saying my pain is my game. That's exactly what I'm saying. Your
1: pain is your game. I'm done. I'm done. Look, Thea, thank you for being on the show. Yo, yo, this is my sister. I'm going to say this before I put it backstage, y'all. This is my sister. I love her dearly. And I'm extremely, extremely proud of her. Thea, keep doing your thing because the world ain't ready for you. You know what I'm saying? You just need to understand that, look, you you were born to be a queen. That, that was it. You were born a queen. Ain't no development there. You just need to understand that you were already in your queenness. And so these situations that you've been through helped you to adapt and bring out that inner phoenix, which is your queenness. And now all you need to do is walk into your throne. You know what I mean? I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. I'm put you backstage for a second. All right. All
0: right.
1: All right, y'all. Y'all, y'all heard it. Another great episode of Is That So? All right. Parenting. You know, something that that I'm I'm quite unfamiliar with. You know, I do not have any children. Yes. This this wonderful, magnificent, brilliant beard of mine did not father any children as of yet you know but again there's no judgment here i say is that so to this you know i accept whatever life brings because I am always in a state of gratitude. You know, and I say always, I'm being dramatic here. I'm not always, but I, I, when I'm deliberate about being in any state, the state that I typically choose is one of gratitude and appreciation because gratitude is the highest state of receivership. And so in this space, I'm definitely grateful for the information that we received via Thea Turner, author of Birth from the, from the Heart. OK, and so please go check out, go purchase the book. Please support her. We have to it's 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 not in our in our communities and many of the brilliant minds, especially for women of color. It's not that the brilliance is not there is that many times we are not supported or they are not supported rather in their endeavors. And so when you see a brilliant mind come out and, and lend this type of knowledge, birth from a heart from their pain and is willing to p- put it all out there on a the line, knowing how secretive black women are, you want to purchase that book. That's all I'm going to say. So again, look, it's about living in y'all's truth, y'all. And and Thea Turner, she's dropping that truth in that book. And I appreciate y'all. Mad love and respect. Agape and stay lit. Do you tell your time what to do? Or does your time tell you what to do? Are you living or are you merely existing? Are you constantly reacting or are you responding to life? Mixed beliefs create confusion. and Confusion creates a life of stagnation. Desire change Visit WWW dot an outlier dot com slash about that is WWW dot B E C O M E A N O U T L I E R become an outlier dot com slash about a B O U T to start your journey. Stay tuned for more episodes and keep listening to the nocturnal therapist himself, Harry Turner.